Blog Talk Radio. Come get you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. G'day guys, it's Daniel Goddard from Young and the Restless, and this is my Australian accent. It's uh, Buzzworthy Radio, and it is a fantastic place to be. Hey, welcome to a new edition of BWR. We are your hosts, Navelle Daly and Matthew Preston. The phone number to dial in here for tonight's show, and for all of our shows, is 646-595-4228. We also have a chat room up and running right now. It took us a few minutes to get this chat room up, but it got there. Thank heaven. <laughs> We're going to be joined by Michael Grazade, who plays the role of Daniel Romilani on PBS Daytimes, The Young and the Restless. I believe, in fact, he's on the line with us right now. Let's bring Hello? him show. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? I didn't know if I was calling through to the right number. You guys were uh, serious about uh, not calling till the uh, designated time, huh? A little bit. <laughs> you know, that that's probably like the only bit of seriousness we have on this show is wait until the suggested time. And then after that, it's... That's it. <laughs> that, that's it. Well, that's you know, it. I'm on a cell phone right now, so if I get disconnected, should I just call this number back and I'll be right back on? Yeah, I'm on a cell phone too, and that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> oh, fair that's enough. That's pretty much what I do. Yeah, there you go. You're just as bad as the host. <laughs> <laughs> Acquitted. Yeah, see? And I, I want to introduce you to my my co-host, who probably has worse luck with technology than I do. Matthew, are you with us? You know me all too well. That is totally the truth. What is going on, guys? Welcome to an awesome show, everybody. Awesome. What's going on, Matthew? How are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Heck yeah. I mean, like, we have to talk about it. First off, The Young and the Restless, you were on the number one rated daytime show. What is that like? Uh, it's pretty amazing to be a part of something that big. I gotta, yeah. I gotta ask, I gotta ask though. We've seen pretty much nothing with Daniel so far. Are we gonna see something happen with Daniel pretty soon on the show? Does Daniel have an interesting storyline coming up? Yes, <laughs> yes. That was. Uh, we just recently got done with uh, contract negotiations and whatnot, and they came and they said, "Hey, are you staying?" And I said, "Hey, why?" I said, what do you mean, why? I said, well, it feels like for the past two years I've been standing in the background and holding my girlfriend's purse the whole time. And, you know, I was lucky if I got to interject a line or two. Wallpaper, exactly. Um, So, you know, they sat down and we talked about it, and they said, we've got this great storyline lined up for you. Uh, What do you think? And I said, it sounds fantastic. You know, let's do it. So I'm, I'm sticking around, and so far they are making good on their word. Oh, a little tease of what this story may consist of. Um, It has to do do with art. That's all I can say. Interesting. Art? (laughs) With art, yes. Art. Art, as in paintings or drawings or what have you. Hopefully, I was going to say, hopefully you're not jumping into paintings, because we've seen that in Guiding Light, and it doesn't work. I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm not jumping into paintings. This isn't some passion stuff. 
Well, that's good. That's good to know. It has to do with art. Oh, my. You're going to have me guessing until this show is over. What? What are you talking about? It has to do with art. All right. Um, you know, I've got to keep everyone guessing. I, I was just in uh, Sault Ste. Marie, uh, Ontario, and they were asking the same questions. And I said, really, guys, I go, if I, if I let any of the storyline out of the bag, this this job that I've decided to keep and they've decided to keep me around will <laughs> will no longer we'll be mine. No more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Well, all right. We'll give you that, but. Let, let, let's see if we can answer this. There are rumors, rumors are circulating that Sean Kanan will be hopping over to your show, playing Deacon Sharp, going to be involved with you and, and Amber, played by Adrian Franz. Is there any truth to that? Or have I have heard? no idea. I am I'm like the last one on the up and up about what's going on at the show. Um, I meet new characters on a daily basis and have no idea if, these people are here for good or if they're, you know, there for a guest star. Um, I really kind of just go there and do the work and then leave it there and leave it at that. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of good friends at the studio and I do spend time with some of them, but, you know, my my work and my personal life are two completely different things and all I have time for at work is to go there and do it and be done with it. Yeah. So one of those people who definitely is not a guest star is the, the actress who plays your mother, Michelle Stafford, very talented. What is it like? She, she's absolutely brilliant. She's absolutely wonderful. Um, Michelle it was a blessing for me um, to get on the show and work with an actress of her caliber. It was it was it was you know beyond me. She's the kind of person that you get on stage with her, and she always keeps you guessing. You never know what you're going to get from her, so you better do your work while you're at home and go there and just be ready to play and have fun. That does sound like fun. Oh, it absolutely is. When I'm working with Michelle, I'm not going to work. I'm going to fun. (laughs) I like that. I like that assumption right there. And. One of the things too, I, I I think this is very. Did you, when you first started on Minard, did you ever see a soap before you started on the show, or was it something that you just came into head on? Um, when I was younger, my mother I believe would watch, I think Guiding Light and maybe General Hospital, maybe Days of Our Lives. Like I, I I distinctly remember when when I was a child, uh, there was a certain show that my mom would watch at some point, and I don't remember which one it was. I feel awful. But that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> but yeah, me, me personally, had I ever sat down and paid attention to one? N- not really. Well, I guess to go back to Passions, I think I watched an episode of Passions once with a girlfriend <laughs> in college. Because all the girls in the sorority, you know, watched Passions. They loved it. Um, and I couldn't really follow what was going on. There were witches and warlocks and dwarfs and all kinds of crazy stuff. It definitely was a crazy show. And something that I find really interesting is that you weren't actually the first actor who came on as a source character. You actually replaced somebody. What was that like to be a replacement? What was it like to replace them? You actually, I mean, you were, you replaced an actor, correct? You were, you were, I'm sorry, not, you were... I, I replaced, I replaced two actors, apparently. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's I don't, right. I don't know if one ever made it onto the screen. Um, it was really hectic. 
you know, it's it's not fun to go into a job and uh, know that they've already gotten rid of two other people because, you know, why not three? What's the difference? <laughs> and getting there, um, they said, well, these guys have shot these episodes and this one character has started airing, but, you know, we're going to go back and we're going to reshoot some of that stuff. So when I first got there, I, I was dealing with like 50, 60, 70 pages of sides a night, you know, taping two and three shows a day. And I had never done anything like that before. You know, I never jumped into uh, that caliber of uh, that amount of material. I had just done little guest stars and co-stars here and there. So it was, it was all new to me. It was really trial by fire. Yeah. Pretty cool. Definitely, definitely something. Definitely be used to film. And you've done it, man. You, you're absolutely great in this part. Definitely deserve that Emmy nomination. And hopefully you'll get that award. <laughs> <laughs> this is my this is my bias coming in now. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, thank you. I, I really, I really appreciate that. Some, someone said the other night, they said, so were you nominated for three Emmys? And I'm like, I think it was two. And they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, not really. I just know that I haven't won one yet. So, you know, oh. just try and forget about them. Oh. <laughs> it's going to happen. You know, it's hey, really going to happen for you. It will happen. It'll happen. you got to have faith, right? That's you do. right. That is There's right. Some, Michael, something that I, I actually wanted to know, I think my mom, she is a huge fan of the show. CBS, she loves all CBS shows. She also wanted to know this as well, so she's like, Matt, you have to ask this. I, I think it was a couple of years ago, it might have been like 2006, 2007, whenever you dyed your hair blonde, I believe. Mm-hmm. What was up with that? <laughs> you know, she wants to know, my mom wants to know, what, what was up with that? more fun. That is true. This is true. No, no, um, well, when I first got on the show, I think I had highlights in my hair. Um, I, I don't know really what I was thinking at that point. Because um, <laughs> since then, I've tried to keep the color out of my hair. Uh, however, yeah, last January, was it last January? Not this past January, but the January before, I had a friend who had written a script, and he approached me and said, hey, what do you think of this? And I read it, and I went, hey, man, this script's great. You know, this is really cool. I love the character. You know, I love the, the I love the main character. I love I love the story. I love everything about it. He said, "Well, no, what do you think about it?" I said, "Yeah, I told you I loved it." He goes, "No, what do you think about doing it? We want you to play the main character." And, you know, he was a young surfer, and I talked to the director about it, and he said, "I would really like it if we could get your hair blonde." So, wow. I went and I told the studio, um, once we had worked out that I would be, you know, taking some time off to do it, and they said, yeah, no problem. Go ahead. Dye your hair. So I did. <laughs> I, I dyed it. And by the time I got back to the show at the end of filming, since we were in the ocean so much, it was just fried. You know, I had, I had to dye it like two or three times to get it the right blonde. And then, <laughs> yeah, being in the salt water in the sun, I was getting on set and I, I couldn't do anything with it. And I think I watched an air show one day and I was like, holy crap, it looks like I'm wearing a wig. And... <laughs> And I said, enough's enough. I, I have some roots. And I said, well, you look, we're going to cut all of this off so it's just really short. And they were like, oh, no, you know, cut it and leave the ends. I said, oh, yeah, great. So I'll have frosted tips. No, I've been down that road, my friend, and it does not work for me anymore. <laughs> well, there you go, Mom. So I don't know if you listen, but there's your answer. But, you know, one of your, your co-stars, actually, um, Adrian, a couple of years ago, maybe it was like 2005, she dyed her hair black. So maybe yeah, maybe did. the bell thing. 
It it also, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your contract. She, 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 you died, a... she died at Black when she was on B&B, right? Yeah. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember her telling me that. <laughs> I, I just, I've, I've, never, I've never seen pictures, and she's also very fair-skinned, so I'm not yeah. quite sure what that looked like. It's on YouTube. You know, you can go and YouTube it. Okay. <laughs> I, I might just take you up on that. It is true. It's totally on YouTube. It's probably there. I, hey, YouTube has everything, so I'll... I'll it does. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I actually got I actually got a fan question for you. This comes from Jenna from Ontario, Canada. Nice. I got Canadian fans in the house. <laughs> yeah, love it. Can- Canadian, um, Canadian fans are some of the best fans. Let me tell you, they are serious about the show, and... And it is much appreciated because if it weren't for you know the fans, then I would not have a job. That's right. You are you any um, any the cast is doing another uh, uh, fan event in Canada? I, I thought there was one coming up. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I'm not sure. I know that Kate Linder does a tea every year, a charity tea in Vancouver. Um, I haven't heard anything about it, so I think I went. I went last year. I may not be invited this year. There's a good chance of that. And it could have to do with my actions last year, or, you know, they could just want other people. To oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'll leave that one up to your imaginations. I think so. <laughs> um, but oh. as far as uh, another event, I, you know, I just got back from uh, Sault Ste. Marie. And oh. that, that was just wonderful. You know, we were helping raise money for the local oncology department there. Um, and and the people were more than welcoming. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. She, uh, Gemma, Gemma says that she's a huge fan of the uh, Daniel Lilly pairing on the show. And she thinks that you and Crystal Khalil have some of the best chemistry in daytime and was wondering if you would ever like to see the two characters together again. I would absolutely, absolutely, I would absolutely love to see the uh, two characters together. And I had a lot of fun working with Crystal. Um, I, I don't know in what respect it would put us together since we've already been married. I guess, you know, we'd probably hop back on that train and get married again. And, I mean, let's be honest, everything in daytime comes full circle at some point, so I'm sure it's in the future. <laughs> I was Forget. actually a huge fan of the Devetta Sherwood um, parent. Really? Fan. Yeah, well, maybe I'm biased because I totally had her on my radio show a couple of years ago, so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Devetta, was, Devetta was fun. Um, I was I was used to Crystal, and you know when Crystal left, it was like losing a sister. So, as an actor, you you know you just can't pay attention to that kind of stuff because people do come exactly. and go in roles, and you just have to deal with it. Um, but you know it was nice to to get Crystal back because I had such a relationship with her, and it probably was because she was there when I first got on the show as well. And yeah, yeah she she was like my first big storyline. So we had a bond. We had a bond that could not be broken. <laughs> so in speaking of all this history and chemistry that you guys have, what do you think is the is your favorite Daniel scene that you've done so far? What is that? My favorite, my favorite scene that I've done? Favorite scene. Ooh. Ooh, or story, or story, you know, whatever you can think of. 
don't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> I, I know that there's just a lot of them. I know there's scenes that I've had a lot of fun in, and then I know that there's been serious scenes uh, as well. Um, you know, I had one with Adrian Francis past year where I confronted her uh, about the money, and it escalated into an argument about why is she keeping it, why was she hiding it, why is she lying to me. And then the scene went to the two of us getting uh, intimate with each other and having sex on the money. And then it went to us joking around about, you know, what, what are we going to do about us because we keep having sex. And that was just a fun scene because there were, there, were, there were a bunch of different levels in it. So that was definitely one of my most recent favorites. And I, if I remember correctly, I, I think that that's what I submitted this year. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, so I don't think other people like it as much as I liked it. Well, having sex on money, that like counts in anybody's book, so I think so. Uh, let's thing. pray. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got some we got some fan questions coming in on the line here. You wanna take a, a fan caller here, Mr. Yeah, Mr. Absolutely. All right. Um caller from I'm hopefully I'm bad with area codes. I'm you where are. they're at. I really am. <laughs> I make the, I make no qualms about that. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Hi. Let's go. Hi, Michael. Hi. How you doing? Um, I'm doing this good. Is Frank from, this is Frank from Boston. Hey, Frank from Boston. Uh, a man living in a place that I'd love to be right now. Go Sox. <laughs> yeah, I was at the fan event last time, and my friend had given you um, a teddy bear from your, your hometown. You know what? I am walking into my bedroom right now, and I've got it <laughs> sitting up on top of my armoire, and he's wearing the Purple Panthers outfit. Great. So we're, we're looking forward to seeing you in August. You think you'll sure, be we've here? Sure, we've, we've got that fan event coming up in August, correct? Yeah, Friday that Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will absolutely be there. That's awesome. But hey, Frank from Boston, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, Frank, thank you. Oh, All on. right. All right. Oh, well, um, I like, well, we'll talk to you later, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hung up. I was like, "All right then." <laughs> oh, no. Did he just hang up? I guess. <laughs> it sounded like a, it sounded like a bad connection. Maybe we lost him. It might yeah. have been. You never know. All right. Well, Let's, Frank, uh, thank you. Thank you. I'll just give him a shout out. Thank you, Frank, for listening, and thank you again uh, for the gift last time. And I will most definitely be there at the fan event because, you know, like I said earlier, I mean, if it wasn't for you guys watching, uh, <laughs> I would be jobless. You would be jobless, <laughs> and we would be jobless. <laughs> it's true. This is true. This, this goes around around that bend there, sir. So yes. <laughs> yes. Instead of interviewing right. soap stars, we might be interviewing Rock of Love girls, which would not be a bad thing, but oh, you never know. It, not if you're interviewing them in person. That's that true. We could have the APM show. <laughs> that is different. That is different. I think I have an idea who this caller is. I might be wrong. Caller from Missouri. You're on the line. Hey, Navelle. Oh, my God. Is this <laughs> my... <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hi, who's this? this is... This is Matthew from St. Louis. Hi, Matthew from oh, St. Louis. How you doing? Good, good, good. I love Young and the Restless. I've watched it for 15 years. It's, it is my favorite soap, and you are doing oh, yeah, a great man. job Thank on you. it. Thank you. I uh, I had met 
uh, Greg and Elizabeth on Rock the Soap a few months ago, uh-huh. a couple months ago maybe. And um, I was just wondering, they were very cool, by the way. Um, I was just wondering, like, who, is there certain cast members that you like to hang out with, uh, on, like, on break or, or, or when you're not Well, on you know, I used to hang out with uh, Thad Luck and Bill when I first got on the show, um, JT. Um, okay. And since then, you know, we used to do a lot of surfing, trips to Mexico. Um, since, well, since then, the swine flu has started, and we're not going to Mexico anymore. Um uh-huh. But he got recently <laughs> married, and now we no longer hang out, which is sad. But I have found a new friend in Billy Miller, who plays Billy Abbott. And, yeah, the two of us probably should not be hanging out, but we are definitely going to continue our friendship. <laughs> well, good. Okay. Can I sneak one more question in? <laughs> What's up? I said we we're supposed to leave that one to our own devices. <laughs> yes, yes. That is but, so fun. So I heard Matt say he has one more question. And since okay. you have the name Matt and I have the name Matt, I totally think we should give it to him. What do you want to say? We give it to him. <laughs> Thanks, Adele. Um, this is kind of similar to Matthew's question, Was um, but mine is about favorite scene. Mine is what's your favorite storyline that you've been involved with so far? Well, the porn one was definitely interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was expecting someone to mention that. That that's good. I really hey, was. I'll, I'll yeah. be the first one. I'll be the first one to drag it out so no one else can. That's right. That is right. I was I was really honestly waiting to come in one day and you know then be like, so you're going to be sitting at the computer and you're going to have a bottle of Jergens next to you and some tissues stuck to your face. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, you know, for those I of you already, who I have not seen prepared it. myself for that. <laughs> for those of you who have not seen it, you do not know what we're talking about. Um, I guess it, it is kind of a late show. I guess we can say that, in, plus it was in daytime, that Michael's character was addicted to pornography. So, yeah, yeah he was addicted to pornography. Mm-hmm. I was extremely addicted to pornography. Who who turned me on to it? <laughs> Adrian Moss. Yeah, Amber. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. She's the one who got me started, and now the two of us are together. <laughs> Go figure. Wow. Ironic. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Amber's character would, you know. Well, yeah, and she apparently knows how to take care of her man. <laughs> that was that was that was an interest that was an interesting storyline. I, I honestly did not know how I sat there and watched it <laughs> with a straight face. I had to well, believe that with a straight face. You don't know how I actually did it with a straight face. <laughs> I'm they sure you walked in there and go, am I, am I, am I really doing this? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, they came to me and they said, so we've got this great storyline for you. And I'm like, okay, lay it on me. And they're like, you're going to be addicted to porn. And I was like, <laughs> and they're like, you no, really? joking? Like, really? <laughs> they're like, really? They're like, how do you feel about that? I'm like, great. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> That's whatever you really think your own passions. You're like, wait a minute, you, you, you just put me in passions, didn't you? Well, you know, I'll tell you, I got I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of letters, and people were talking on the internet and stuff and saying, oh my god, I love this storyline. Oh my god, this rings so close to home. I had problems with my husband. I had problems with my wife. And I, I, it was amazing that it really was, uh, you know, kind of a social issue. Um, I guess it's you know flying under the radar a little bit, but. It's something that definitely affects people's lives. Yeah, I, yeah. I will agree with that. It, it, it just seemed a little far out there for me, but I do agree with that. A little bit, yeah. 
you know, I, I, I guess from Y&R standpoint, it seems like a little bit far out of oh, their yeah. realm. But it was interesting to see how they tackled it. I guess they could have done a little bit more with it. Did I actually say that? <laughs> <laughs> did I actually say that out loud that they could have done more? I did. How, how I, much was, I was waiting for them to do more. <laughs> wow. Well, hopefully, is Matt from St. Louis still on the air? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Well, hey, hopefully, you know, they answer all your questions. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, thanks a lot for answering my questions, Michael. Keep up the good work. And, Thank uh, you very much. coming on the show. It's awesome to yeah, talk no. to you. Thank you. Thank you for calling and talking to me. No and, problem. You take- and, Matt, I can't wait to see you again in August and next yeah. year on episode two as my roommate. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. and, uh, and in August for Young and the Restless, too. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we we definitely yeah I'm definitely looking, uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, rooming together. With, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, right. Val, for taking my take, call. Take Bye, care, Michael. Matt. Thank you. What's up? I think you were just kidding. <laughs> I think he just said bye. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow, wonderful conclusions. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, that that's what ha- that's why you need more than one person on the phone so you can differentiate what everybody else is saying. It's true. People just hanging up on me left and right, right? Uh, what that totally, that, that this is like the male right version. I always I would say that buzzword buzzword radio is totally like the male version of the View. You know, nobody ever got a word in edgewise. Everyone's always talking. It happens. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it definitely happens. Especially you know when you're not sitting up. Well, it might even happen more so when you're all sitting together, but. Yeah, when you're not all together, everyone wants to talk and get their two cents in, so <laughs> I guess you just no. have to kind of be on guard and listening for everyone else. Yeah. You do. It, make, it makes for interesting blooper reels, I'll tell you that. We already had a lot of them <laughs> already in just our one, in eight, one year and a half anniversary, so yeah. It, well, congratulations. Well, thank, thank you. Absolutely. One of them was actually, you know, one of the best the bloopers we had on the show was actually with a line, our cast member. We had Tracy E. Bregman on, and uh, one of us, not going to mention who, you, actually, yeah, it was me, accidentally called her by her character name, and it was quite embarrassing. But it happened. Oh, that's that's, right. that's not embarrassing. That gets that gets fixed. That gets fixed. It happens all the time. <laughs> it does. It, uh, you know, it happens. <laughs> it happens on the street. People come up and they say, "Hey, Daniel," and you're like, "Michael," and they're like, "So, Daniel." Anyway, I wanted to talk about your storyline. You're like, "Okie dokie, this is done." <laughs> Like, well, I'm addicted to porn. (laughs) Yeah. Did you do a lot of research on it? I want to know where you were coming from. You know what? I really don't feel comfortable talking about this with you. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine them coming up and being like, you know, you could do a little bit more with this this porn storyline than what you have been doing. Like, you should go to the writers and tell them, oh, you should incorporate this into this. And um, I got to walk away. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know where bad. this could go? I, this could go someplace bad fast. True. Emphasis Very on the true. bad part. <laughs> Emphasis <laughs> on the bad part. I wonder if we can actually take this call because I've never had this happen before. We have a call from Australia. And Whoa! Let's bring them on. I let's do it. Absolutely. Let's let's see if it let's see if it works out. Um, caller from Australia. I think. Paula is the name? Yes, hi. Hi, how are you, how you doing? Hi, I'm great. How are you? 
I'm, oh my God, I love your accent. I was going to say that too. I love your accent. <laughs> uh, well, first I have to say, Michael, I'm probably one of your biggest fans, even if I am all the way over the other side of the world. I think you're working fantastic. I love fantastic. it. I, I understand you. I understand that they get the show in Australia, and that makes me very happy because there are a lot of beautiful women that live in Australia. <laughs> well, actually, um, we're about nine months behind over here, so I have to watch it on the internet to keep up to date. That's right. Oh, that is dedication. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Michael, I wanted to ask you about the Outside movie. Um, is it going to be released soon, and is it going to be coming out in cinemas? Um, you know, as of right now, um, I had a, I had one of your fellow Aussies working with me, uh, Nikki Whelan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was she was one of uh, one of the lead girls in it. Um, as of right now, I just talked to the director today, and it is in sound, and it should be out of sound on July first. It has been a very slow process because we're trying to get it right, and you know we did this all on our own with you know, uh, what little money we could scrape together to do it, and on a lot of favors. And it's you know it's been really it's been really difficult to to get everyone to help us out, but at the same time it's been really miraculous the way things have worked out and the people that have helped us out. Um, and I feel just extremely fortunate to have been a part of it. Um, so on July 1st that'll be done, and then we've got to sit down and we've got to have a meeting and figure out what we're doing with it. If we're going to try and hit the festivals with it, or if we're going to look straight for some kind of distribution. Um, so, I mean, that stuff is all up in the air, but we've got a lot of people asking us about it and a lot of people that want, like, first crack at, at seeing it and then talking to us about getting it out there. So, I mean, things are looking really good right now. I, I just That's don't know what to tell you as far as when exactly it will be out or, you know, which which way it's coming out. That's great. Well, um, how did you enjoy – I believe that you were co-producer as well as the lead character? Yes, yes. It was. How'd you find that? Oh my God! It was one of the hardest things that I've ever done. But like I said, it, it was just amazing to be a part of that whole process because I got to see the project from the from from start to finish. And then when it came time to actually shoot the thing, um, you know, I was working almost every single day that we were shooting, uh, aside for from a, a I think a couple days where they were using the the, the kid who was playing. Uh, young Ned Blakey, which is my character's name. Um, so I told everyone, I said, you know, unless there's something really pressing, I, I can't, I can't deal with it. I was like, there's a lot of other producers here, and you guys need to take on that responsibility at this point because I really want to just focus on this and make sure that we get this part of it right. Um, <laughs> it was, it was an extremely, extremely difficult thing to do, especially with the budget that we were working with. Um, yet at the same time. Absolutely amazing, and yeah, I think I would absolutely love to do something like that again. Just because you're always learning when you're doing something like that, and you know that was the that was the first one we did, so why not do another one? Because we're going to know what mistakes we made and what we can fix this time. Exactly. Absolutely, oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> oh well, thank hey, you. Caller, caller, before can you I leave, ask one more question? Well, I, I have a question for you, real quick. Are you yes. a Home and Away fan, or are you a fan of Neighbors? Which one do you watch? Um, neither. No. Oh. <laughs> Love you. When I was nice. younger, I used to watch Home and Away, but uh, I've, I've kind of grown out of it now. 
I think actually uh, I think so, that's what Nikki Whelan was on. I think Nikki Whelan was on Home and Away. Oh, <laughs> she? I know Tamman was on Home and Away. Um, well, Tamman was, was on Home and Away. I, I think, and yes, so you know, was Daniel Goddard. Daniel but Goddard was on Home and Away, yes. Hmm. Nikki well, was on the time that I wasn't watching. Polly Valance, my favorite favorite Australian actress, gotta say. <laughs> yes, she was Neighbours. Of course. I'm a <laughs> huge fan of Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, can I ask, you, can I ask you about the tattoo on your back? There's um, sure, quite it? a few people on the boards have been trying to work out what it says and what it means. Um, I have an angel in between my shoulder blades. Uh, that was the first tattoo I ever got. And then above that, I have the word veritas, um, and it's Latin for truth. Truth, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Hopefully all your questions were, answer, were, were answered and asked. So thank you for calling all the way from Australia. Wow. Yeah, thank you very much. And there's a couple of girls. Can you say hello to them for me, please? Sure. Who do you want me to say hello to? Can you say to, uh, hi to Erica, Mel, Morgan, and all the girls on the Forever is Better board? Erica, <laughs> Mel, Morgan. Hello to Erica, Mel, Morgan, and all the girls on the what, Forever board? Uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a fan board called Forever is Better, and it's an Amber and Daniel fan board or a Michael and Adrian fan board. Well, hello to all the girls on the Forever is Better fan board. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Paula, for calling in. Take care now. Thanks all the way from Michael. Seriously. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Any any girl with an Aussie accent, you know, whatever she wants, totally gets it, you know. Oh, it's are you kidding me? It slays me. Uh, I I worked at <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch when I was just getting out of high school, I think, and our manager was Australian, and oh, I swear to God, she used to walk in the room and she would start talking, and every guy would just drop what they were doing and just be you know ready at attention to do whatever she said. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I believe it. Is that how it is on set with Tamman? Um, no, because Tamman always talks with an American accent. What? Yes. Yeah. No. She, <laughs> she. I think she's constantly working on it. Nice. Every now and then you get a little slip. You know, Daniel Goddard definitely. You know, he's he's got the uh, Australian thing going. Um, but they have uh, the Colleen character. I I guess. Yeah, you know, they couldn't switch it because they already had Colleen there, and well, then again, it's Brad's daughter, and that just probably wouldn't sound right. <laughs> true, yeah, it wouldn't. Totally wouldn't. This is true. This this question is actually in the uh, in the chat room that we have run in, and they said congratulations. Um, Sean Kanan's fan is a screen name, and they said congratulations for the soap. Soap Opera Spirit Award. That's right. That's the one. Is that it? No, that's not it. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that's not it. And that uh, Maria says hi from New York, one of your biggest, biggest, biggest supporters, and wants to know what is your what are your favorite stores to shop at for clothing? Since you brought up the Abercrombie and Fitch thing. Oh, I, I, wonder, I, wonder if I wonder if it's the Maria I know from New York. Um, what are my favorite Angie stores Theo. to shop at? Yeah. Uh, what's up? Yeah, Angie Theo, I think, was the one who uh, sent me that message. Okay. Um, 
Uh, my favorite store to shop at. I don't know. I you know shopping. <sighs> shopping. If I could do without it, I I really would. <laughs> but, the same way, dude. Totally the same yeah. way. Yeah, right. No, it's, it's hard, stuff and I just like take it and just take it home, and then you know, you wear it. If it fits, it fits, and if it doesn't, I just bring it back, and I'm like, I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> exactly. Um, and you do it again. <laughs> you know, we've got a really cool store out here called Fred Siegel, and it's a little expensive, so I try and stay away from it. But every now and then, you can find something that's not too ridiculously priced. Um, and then Nordstrom's is really good when they have a sale, um, and so is uh, Barney's Co-op. Other than that. Uh, just American Apparel and and Urban Outfitters are probably the two stores that I frequent the most. If I have to go get something, you know, I know I, I just love plain T-shirts, so American Apparel is it for me. And yeah, Urban Outfitters just always they, they've always got something cool. Yeah, definitely. I love whenever I'm in LA, I love going to the Grove and just going into Nordstrom. I love Nordstrom. Yeah, dude, the Grove's great. Grove yeah. is, is, you know, it's such a little haven when you're at work because you can just slide right out the back door and go grab a bite to eat and feel like you're in this magical like right fairy tale land. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. <laughs> what other I, things do I, you know? I, I one of the things I got to ask you: you did you did a few primetime stints. You did an episode of Nine O Two and not the not the original one that I grew up with, but mm-hmm. the the new one. And yeah, what was what was it like doing that? Like, how how good was that experience? It, it was great. Um, I know Anna Lynn. Actually, we both worked at the at the same restaurant when I moved out here. I think I was just leaving as she came in, uh, but I had already known her, and it was funny. You know, I got on set, and she's like, "Hey, I know you." I was like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> and uh, and it was just cool to go over there and and play that character because you know, as a sleazy drug dealer who was swinging crack rock and punching kids in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's like OC territory. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> definitely definitely a lot different. What the, how, how is it different compared from doing the daytime and the primetime thing? It's a lot, a lot easier, a lot more difficult? Or Well... Doing the daytime thing, I mean, we've got so much stuff that we have to memorize on a daily basis, especially if you have, you know, some kind of storyline going on. Uh, like, I'm I'm trying to get ready for work tomorrow, and I'm about halfway there. Uh, you know, I've got, like, 35, 40 pages down, and I've got at least another 20 to go. Um, doing primetime, the, the way they shoot stuff, you know, you go in there and you're only knocking out a couple pages a day and you might only be doing one of those scenes. So, yeah, it's a lot less hectic. You're coming from a soap opera. I am totally prepared by the time I get to a primetime set to, you know, knock out a scene or knock out a couple lines. It's not an issue at all. It's it's like a vacation almost. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking of which, we got another we got another one in the chat room. Uh, Seattle girl said they loved you in Criminal Minds and wanted to know was it hard for you to do a German accent? Criminal Minds was actually probably one of one of my most favorite things that I've done to this day. Um, German accent, they kind of threw at me at the last minute. I got, you know I was supposed to be sitting in that room 
when Shamar came in with his gun and it was supposed to be over. You know, they arrested me. And Shamar just said, you know, the bad guys are giving up too easy. And the director stopped and said, well, what do you mean? And they talked about it for a minute. And then they shut down production for a couple hours, came back down to me, had like five pages written. They were like, hey, uh, so we got this. Um, why don't you go outside, run it a couple times, have a smoke, grab a, grab a water, do whatever you're going to do, uh, and then go on in here and we're going to shoot it. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, can you talk with a German accent? And I, I was just like, okay. <laughs> wow. I, I lived in Germany for 11 years, but, you know, that was when I was much younger. Yeah. And it, it was something that kind of I was a little apprehensive about because I didn't want it to sound hokey. But I, I hope that I did a good job with it. I mean, I had a lot of fun with that scene, and having that total meltdown just <laughs> was great. Awesome. And plus, a lot of people do know this, that The Young and the Restless actually films right next door to a very popular game show, The Price is Right. Have you ever maybe snuck onto the set and just spun the big reel? I don't know. I know I would. I would totally be tempted to do it. So have you done it? You know, I have tried to spin the wheel, and I get yelled at every time someone catches me around it. So I haven't got to spin it yet. But one of these days, I'm going to sneak in there, I think, late at night and just give that thing a whirl. Seriously. <laughs> See if you can get a dollar. You know, it, it happens. It happens. If I can get a dollar, I'm going to shoot myself for not saving it for a time that I'm actually on the show. You're actually on the show. That's right. <laughs> our, 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 Aussie, our Aussie girl, Paul, asked another question. Um, do you enjoy doing the comedy scenes with the Fab Four, or do you prefer, like, the dramatic acting or uh, comedy or both? I think it's important to have both. I, I think it's important as an actor to have both to balance yourself out. You know, if you're just doing drama all the time, it can get dry. And you know, well, well for me, I, I can't speak for everyone, but for me personally, if I was just doing straight drama all the time, it would be really boring. And you know, it, it's, when I first got there, a lot of the stuff was written that way. And then I think the a lot of the writers have kind of they feel you out and they tailor things to how you work a little bit. Uh, not not all the time, but they could see that if something was there, I could put a twist on it and make it funny. And then all of a sudden, all these funny scenes started being written. And it's nice to have that balance because then you don't get bored. You know, you you get to flip back and forth, and you have something serious, but you have something a little light too. Right. And you know, one of the things I hear all the time is that it's hard to it's hard to do comedy than it is to do dramatic scenes. Is that true? When you do that, do you find the comedic scenes to be difficult or it does come naturally for you? I think comedic scenes are, are inherently more hard uh, or more difficult. Uh, it, it's With comedy, a lot of it's with timing. And if you mess up that timing or, you know, you're just, you just don't understand it, you don't get the joke, whatever it is, you could look really silly. Um, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, it sounds like you know from experience. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Well, yeah. In theater, definitely theater. I think that that's the, one of the nice things about theater is that you get your live audience and you know what works and what doesn't. So with crickets, you can definitely hear crickets or you can hear laughter. Yeah, and you hear crickets and you know your timing's off or you know you're just not funny. Yeah, <laughs> which sucks. And you're just like, oh, my God, what do you people want? Yeah, you want blood! Exactly. <laughs> Poor boy. Let it in. 
who on the show would you love to work with more or someone you haven't even had the chance to even work with yet that you would love to work with? Who can you see? Jeannie Cooper. Oh, yeah. Jeannie Cooper, hands down. Um, I'd love to have more scenes where I actually got to chat with her. I, you know, as with Michelle Stafford, I just have the utmost respect for her, and I, I just really would love scenes with her. Wow. You know, she's fun. She's another one. She, she's been in this business for a while. That, that girl knows what she's doing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think absolutely. so. <laughs> I figured you were going to say the mustache at first, Eric Braden, but... You, you well, Eric would, Eric would be another one. You know, I've had a few scenes did with him. Did you just uh, call him the mustache? Did you seriously just call him the mustache, Navelle? I, I did call him the mustache. Navelle, that's, that's worse than me doing my Eric Braden, Victor Newman impression. Okay, that's, oh, that's worse. Oh, I want to hear it. Oh, my oh, God. No, this no. It's so bad. I haven't done it in a while, but we even had Eric on the show, and it was not happening. Believe me, I was not going to do the impression. Believe me. <laughs> but um, no, you... Do an impression of him? Did no, he, he, luckily he did not hear this. Luckily he did not hear this. Because he would have been like, you son of a bitch, I'm going to punch yeah. you in the face if I ever see you. I'm going to jack out I'll get both of you. Him, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure he would have been like, this conversation is over. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I said to him before he got on the phone. <laughs> exactly. I was warned. I was like, do not tell him you do an impression. I'm like, no, I would never do that. Never. Never. Yeah. Never. Sometimes oh. not the best way to win someone over. No, that it's true. not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you, wow. <laughs> just, just the honesty pouring through, man. That's all I will say. <laughs> so actually, plot-wise question, Michael, we have to know. So your your mother, Michelle Stafford, she has been going going through so many nails in her life, one of which is your father, Danny Romani. Who do you want to see Michelle with? Or Phyllis with, I should say. Who who is gonna be best paired with Phyllis? Huh. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Very interesting question. <laughs> I I, I, know, I, I bet that <laughs> Hey, boo-boo. Uh, <laughs> I bet that uh, her and Christian LeBlanc would be kind of cool together. Just because the two of them, you know, would really be able to throw it at each other. Um, other than that, as far as storyline goes, I'd probably like to see her most with Jack. You know, I always... Really? From, from when I first got there, I always felt like when he came into my life, he kind of took uh, the character Daniel under his wing and, you know, I, I felt as if he was, you know, the father that I never really had. And, you know, and then Michael Damien and I rekindled our thing, and we're all good. But Michael Damien's not even my real father. I mean, there's a whole storyline that has left to be, I don't know, who knows what's going on with that. Because right. you know, back That's in true. the day, Michelle tricked that guy into having sex with her, and then or sex with some other guy, and then tricked Michael Damien into thinking it was him, and, and hilarity ensued. <laughs> and here I and am. Your and character was born. And my character <laughs> was born. And a little bit of trivia on that. Apparently, the babies that were Daniel Romolati Jr. were little girls. What? Yeah. I believe Where? I was told that. Oh, you used to be a little girl. I'm like, really? Confuse me more. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> oh, oh, on the show. Oh, yes, fair enough. <laughs> this is wow. true. That that is true. They they they've been known to do that actually with uh yeah with, with newborns. Um, most most of the male most of the male babies are played by little girls, and girl babies are actually played by boys. I don't know why that is, but that's what I've noticed. I don't know. Maybe the girl babies are quieter than the boy babies sometimes. I mean, I at know. least until they grow up, right? Until they grow up, and they get a little bit more rambunctious. <laughs> just, just a little bit, you know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, our, our Aussie girl is like asking all the questions in our chat room. She, she's, she's like on fire. Hey, she's Australian. Like I said, she can do no wrong. Ask yeah. away. <laughs> she asked another one, which is. What do you think about the Daniel Amber relationship? Are they the end game? What what exactly is an end game? Enlightenment. Probably. Am I going to get married, and is that going to be it? Um, I mean, that's that's what I would assume. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. You know, he was already married once. I say, let him keep his wings. Don't clip him yet. You want him to be a playboy still? He's not really a playboy. I mean, he's completely committed to Amber. He's not been the one that's run off and fooled around on her. She's the one who's run off and fooled around on him. Might I add this what morons take her back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely not Michael's policy. Michael's policy is one strike and you're out. The same uh, baseball. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're speaking for your character. You're not speaking about yourself personally. No, no, no. I was saying for myself personally. Myself personally, one strike and you're out. My character, I ten strikes you know, that, in. That was, that was a that was a tough storyline to follow. Having her uh, cheat and then being like, "Oh, it's okay. I love you, and I'll take you back." And I just had to tell myself, "Hey, dude, it's not you. It's cool. Everything's gonna be all right." <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. But <laughs> but I agree with that assessment. But that's still bad. I mean, yeah. But just by that alone, just makes me think, man, Daniel's just gonna get walked over like a dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you no, know, really, you know, it really felt that way. I was like, where? <laughs> get a backbone, get away my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about cutting them off. That's right. No, I'm just gonna take you back. Like I can't do any better. Come yeah. on. There's, but then again, now that I think about it. There's really no no other women in in Genoa City for Daniel to have. <laughs> well, there was Colleen. There was Colleen, and they, uh, and they met that around that storyline like for a second. A, <laughs> uh, yeah, for a blink of an eye. For a blink of an eye, I was with Colleen, and then it was over. And then it was hey, over. Lovey. And after Colleen, then there's really no one else unless you wanted to get it on with Jana and basically. Basically, that would be an interesting storyline. Doing my best friend's girl. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That'd be cool. Yeah. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, isn't Tatiana Ali's character still on the show? What about her? Yeah. Well, I think she's involved with uh, with uh, Brighton, isn't she? Let's see some love triangles. Come on. If, if if Phyllis can do it, I'm sure. Like mother, like test tube son. You know? Is it? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't write the stories. <laughs> <laughs> We already we already have someone from Daytime Confidential wanting me to try to put out there to put Daniel Romilani with Emily Stewart. 
<laughs> from As the World Turns. Obviously, oh. for those of you who don't know, Kelly Minnick and Hensley crossed over to YNR when uh, Marley Schulenberg took over the role of Allison. And Allison and Amber had that story going on when they tried to make Kane think that he married Amber and Emily came over to Genoa City. So, you know, Dayton comes in, so trying to make me put those two together since Emily's a cougar and all. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could happen. I think it could happen. I Emily agree. Has, Emily has a way with those younger men. I'm just saying. Well, I I think it should happen. That would be that would be. I think that would be very very very. Uh, it would be hot. Let let let's just cut to the chase. It'd be hot. It would it would be it would be smoking hot. <laughs> Definitely smoking hot. See, so Jamie, I I put it out there. The rest is up to the Y and R team now. I, I did my part for you. <laughs> you know what? They totally kind of listened to us. Check this out. I'm like, one time, you know, who was it that we had on the show? I think it was um, Kate Linder, maybe. She was on the show. And, we're, you know, we're talking, and we're, we're like, oh, we sh- they should totally bring back your daughter. You know, let's, let's see your daughter come back. Lo and behold. And they did. Chloe. And they did. Chloe is Kate. I mean, yeah. Who knows? You never know. You never know. Keep, keep those ears posted. If we find out tomorrow they're going to try to do that, then I, I expect Then I'm going to call you guys and I'm going to thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I'll, take, I'll take the money. I'll take the money. Drinks are on you, dude. That's all i got to say. Drinks are, right. drinks are on me. I'll, I'll take that, too. All right. <laughs> but before, before, we, before we sign off here, I cannot believe an hour just went by. I know. Yeah. I cannot I, 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 cannot, I this, cannot believe my little brother is texting me, I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to do an interview at like 7.30. I'm like, probably won't take too long. And he's like, all right, cool. So you'll be at the house for eight. I'm like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and you're still here on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I just, you know, I haven't even bothered uh, mentioning it. Because <laughs> like, uh, you guys are saying oh. we're coming to a close soon. I figure it's okay now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know that you are starving my That's little brother. Fine. <laughs> yeah, eat some bread. You'll be okay. Yeah, have some Ritz crackers. That's fine. That's some delicious Seriously. Ritz crackers. Yeah, there you go. Right. See, they will you. That's right. We'd love to have you do a promo for for the show, man. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Um, you can say anything along the lines of, this is Michael today from Young and Restless. You're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. It rocks. Whatever you want to add into that statement. I don't care. Wing it. It's all yours. The floor is yours. Hey, this is Michael Grazade. You're listening to Buzzworthy Radio. And if you're not, you should be. Sweet. Very different. <laughs> I was expecting Very... an Aussie, Aussie accent there. I don't know. I was totally no. expecting an Aussie accent. It's in one of those Aussie nights, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no um, accents. No more. No, no German accent. No, no, nothing. Yeah, no more accents. <laughs> no more accents exactly. unless it's. Less if it's that Aussie caller, then that's fine. Exactly, exactly. Unless it's Holly Valance, then I'm totally for it. Michael, do you guys have any other questions? So much for calling. No, we're we're totally good. We just want to thank you so much for coming on to the show. It was awesome talking to you. No, it was awesome talking to you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks to all the callers calling in too, and uh, the fan questions, and my email, and chat room, and everything. Thanks so much, and hopefully I will get to check you out in August, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I will be there. I will be there. 
And that's the way we shall end it. That's how we shall end Sounds it. Sounds good. Cool. Well, hey, as always, to all you listeners out there, and like we always say, Navelle, I'll probably let you end it since I said it last time. How do we end the show? Well, I'm surprised you didn't ask me when we're on next. Oh, that's right. I usually do that. But you know what? Who cares? We're not, we're not on for a long time, right? Uh, Am I wrong? When are, you, when are you guys on again? Yeah, when are we on again? Who do we have, who do we have on? Well, um, we're actually going to be on Friday with a tape segment that I did with Claudia Jordan from uh, Deal or No Deal. She's model. She was on Celebrity Apprentice. You didn't tell me about this. She was on Celebrity Apprentice, and I will tell you this. It's horrible. Oh, man, I wish you would have been on. (laughs) I I wish I would have been on. Seriously. (laughs) I will say this. It it was interesting what she had to say about Joan and Melissa Rivers and and the Miss USA pageants, and she was a judge for that. Wow. Interesting. Nice. It, 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 it got a, it got a little brutal, and I love bit. every bit of it. So <laughs> check that out Friday at eight o'clock Eastern, five p.m. in uh, LA time. So definitely. Well, is that cool. it? That's that it. Pretty it. much. For, hey, for I guess the Nivelle since you since you totally did that, I gotta say. I did that. You get, go ahead and do your thing. Get the latest. This is what we always say. Get the latest buzz. It's Buzzworthy Radio. Bye bye, everybody. Peace.